2: Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You always follow the, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah.
0: This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSin.
3: Oak Zero this Saturday, college football and kickoff football season with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. All season long, Bet Rivers your go-to book, all football-related content. Betrivers.com, check it out. Go to the app for the latest odds, props, and promotions, great house specials, and unique football specials to help you win big Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game.
5: It is Follow the Money here on VSEN, the Sports Betting Network. In 15 minutes, we have win some, lose some, recapping the entire weekend that was. A lot of big prices coming in, upsets. Um, Some of the soccer beats were insane. And then Lou Finnecaro in 30 minutes. We'll ask him if he thinks the upset in the UFC was the biggest that he can recall. Uh, I can't get there with it, but I think it's probably pretty close. Uh, And then we had just an absolute bombshell this weekend on this UFC broadcast with the Gronks. When they brought on Dana White, and I mean, it was just the the whole thought process and is going down memory lane, and my God, imagine what this would have been like in the NFL. So Gronk brings it up. If you want to rewind like two years, he brings it up to Dana White about the possibility of coming to the Raiders. And then Dana White, just he, he goes down this path. Where he admits, look, I never thought I was once going to tell this story publicly. And he did. And this is what he had to share.
6: I I worked to put that deal together for Brady and Gronk to come to the Raiders. And it was almost a done deal. And at the last minute, Gruden blew the deal up and said that he didn't want him. And all hell broke loose, man. It, It was crazy. And... And, and Brady was already looking at houses, and it wasn't being said yet that Gronk was coming. So Las Vegas would have had Brady and Gronk the year that the Bucks won the Super Bowl, except Gruden blew the deal up.
5: Yeah, and then Dana White said, again, I never thought I was going to tell that story. And Gronk followed that up by adding,
3: that's exactly what happened. Can you imagine what's going through his head? As a businessman and a competitive guy and as a football fan? That also would help out Las Vegas. It's like uh. what? Gruden doesn't want him. I put this deal together. I get it done. I'm giving you Tom freaking Brady. Yep. And you say no, John? Are you nuts?
7: And that's I... that's
3: Gruden right now. Davis has come out and said uh, Dana has the stories. I had no idea. Which I was born at night, but not last night. Come on, you're the owner. I mean, you even you told that great story about your wife that the the plenty of people in the know were saying, "Oh boy, this guy's looking for houses. This is going to happen with Brady." Well, how about the fact that other people did know
5: and nobody ever talked about it. I wonder if Dana said, if this gets out, I'm going to kill you. Nobody can say a word. Nobody, but they were. Cause again, a guy in the know, a very, a very prominent um, local, a Las Vegas, who's been in the casino business for a long time is in charge of, well, at the time was like in charge of one of the biggest properties in the entire city. And he would handle like celebrities coming here and, he knows my wife, going back because she was a news anchor in town mm-hmm. for a long time, came up toward a happy hour once he'd go get a load of this. It's good. it's happening. He's yeah. looking at homes right now. Brady's uh-huh. going to sign to come here and be part of the Raiders. And she she got home that night couldn't wait to tell me. I'm like, wait, what?
3: I, uh, this can't be possible. I guess we should have known because he was so bad on the draft coverage. He loved Tebow. He was a big fan of Peter. Uh, oh, all the signs grew- were there. Yeah. All the I'm, signs have been wait, there. The greatest quarterback of all time, who still has a lot left in the tank, and you saw what he even did last year with his touchdown. Nah, I'd rather take the guy who's never won a playoff game. I got so much faith in Carr. <laughs> Only Gruden would say, nah, I don't want it. And then we all know, also know now that Carr is the mother bleeper. When when Brady, I've never seen Brady again. I said earlier in the show, outside of the football field, I've never seen Brady that animated in that interview we gave when he's talking shop with the guys about, you. you this team said no to me? And, and they're going to go with that guy? Yeah.
5: He He was pissed. I don't blame him. Tom Brady dropped three F-bombs in a span of like 25 seconds. I mean, we'd love to play the audio here, but you can't. I mean, just too much beeping and whatever. But, I mean, um, yeah, that was Derek Carr that he was talking about. 100% it was. So then he comes here. What happens to Derek Carr? Where's Devontae Adams at now this year? Is he playing where Derek Carr is at that point? Um, I have no idea. The Buccaneers don't win the Super Bowl clearly that year.
3: Brady and Mahomes in the same division. Oh,
5: God. The the Packers probably come out of the NFC. Maybe Aaron Rodgers probably. has a second Super Bowl. Yep.
3: This is uh so after the fights were or, over with. Sorry, or or the Saints get there. Peyton never leaves. Maybe. That could have happened. Maybe, yeah, yep. for sure. They were, yeah. Because
5: they were really good that year. Yep. And they were a Jared what Jared Cook fumble away from beating the Buccaneers in the playoffs. Concur. So after the fights were over with on Saturday night, uh Dana White, of course, was asked about this in his press conference.
6: I talked Brady into playing for the Raiders and uh gronk was coming with him and they were negotiating the deal and they were really close to getting it done and then gruden pulled the deal and brady was not happy about it neither was i and um yeah and that's that he went to the buccaneers and won the super bowl i don't know box there i wanted brady at the you know what i mean (laughs)
5: Yeah, there's Bad no there's no BS to this story. <laughs> uh, what you heard is what you get. That is the exact truth. Uh, um, yeah, I own a box. You think I want Brady in the stadium? Of course I do. Yeah. Unbelievable, yeah. man.
3: Well, it worked out, but also with a shot in the arm for the league. Like the, that, one of the best organizations in sports with that fan base. With the, uh, you know, the Raiders have been around for a long oh, time. Oh God, well, the Super Bowls that they have, and sure. you get you come to a new city, relocating, and you get that. Coming to town right away?
5: So, uh, Michael Lombardi, on his show yesterday, the Lombardi line, he actually, he went, he told the story again. He's like, Brady wanted to go to the West Coast. And the Raiders were absolutely close to happening. But he also, before that, the idea of going to the 49ers made a lot Uh of sense to him. Yeah. And if you recall, they were coming off the Super Bowl loss to the Chiefs. And so, from the 49ers standpoint, it's like, we just, we were, you know, we gave it away in the fourth quarter. How do we just say bye-bye to Jimmy Garoppolo now and bring in Tom Brady? Because, again, that was the year that Tom Brady, his last pass with the Patriots, was picked off and taken the other way for a touchdown by the Titans. That was bad that year. Oh, yeah, not it was him. not a good year. He had no weapons. They no, didn't no help zero weapons out. that yeah. year.
3: Right. Yeah, the hairy mess. No one could get open. Edelman dropping the ball. Yeah. Tough year. Incredible story. I can't, I can't believe he's going to take it to his grave. I was never gonna tell that story. Never. And then good on Brock. I mean, who would have thought Gronk, the Gronk family part of a UFC broadcast? And he and he, he drops that
5: bomb and then Dana has to talk about well, it. Well, evidently Gronk Thank you. The, the Gronk family needs to be on more broadcasts. We're gonna get yeah, stories right. like that. Yeah. I, I want them uh, yeah. all the time. Yeah. What else do we not know? Uh, a zillion things, I'm guessing. Sure. But man, that was uh that was incredible. I just I can't the, the fact that he said. I never thought I was going to tell that story. And then Gronk said, That's exactly what happened.
3: That's all you need to know right there. Amazing. I still like the uh the, the also up there is the Peyton Brady twofer with the Miami mess yeah. as well. Yeah. Uh ba- good pretty good baseball card today, small card, uh highlighted by the Mets and the Yankees. Hope they get the game in. Uh are a dollar seventy favorite on the road. And this has dropped from 30-35-1 to, to as low as 9-1 to 1 before the loss yesterday in a span of less than two weeks. The Yankees to win the division. Can they blow this? And you mentioned you know, Boone Cashman yesterday. Fire Boone chance over the weekend. It's all on Cashman, too. Montgomery's been great for St. Louis. Yep. Montas, who's going tomorrow, has been awful. You didn't get Rodon. And then you hired Boone, right? A guy with no experience, a neophyte, and this hasn't worked out either. And Yankee fans don't think he has a clue. No, and I mean he's he's also fired up at this point,
5: and I think that the the uh, he he feels the pressure here. It's really starting to get to him. Oh, yeah. And you can you can I can say that based on this one sound bite and what he looked like uh, over the weekend. No crap. I mean, you we can ask all these questions in regards. We've answered them until we're blue in their face. We've got to go out and do it. I've got to quit answering these questions about this state and this perplexion. and We've got to play better, period. We, and, the, and the great thing is it's right in front of us. It's right here, and we can fix it. It's right here. It's there, and we can, we can run away with this thing. And we've got the dudes in there to do it. We've got to do it, you know?
3: Yeah, well, that's what happens, and that's the emotion you see when you uh, uh, could blow up a 15-and-a-half-game lead. And the talk not that long ago was, could you win 116 games? the And then these tweets, and what do you have to answer? You into the, Leading into the game Saturday, the Yankees hadn't had a batter come to the plate with a lead since August 13th against the Red Sox. The four, You mentioned earlier the fourth-worst record in baseball since the break. They're 5-14 and 14 in August. They had a 19-run stretch in 10 games, fewest in a 10-game span since 1990 with that payroll, but that coupled with the injuries, no ace, bullpen blowing up, injuries there with the bullpen, and, and, and now you just it doesn't matter who's throwing it with the opposition. They can't generate any offense. Hicks disaster. Ben finally did something after they got him in the trade. You pitch around oh, it's Judge been long enough. You yep, you pitch around Judge and you keep them in the park, they're not gonna do anything. They're not gonna hurt you. The other one, one of the one of the other one one of the wins was the crazy comeback against the Rays. You yeah. take out the Donaldson Grand Slam. And also, what if the Blue Jays were playing better? This or, would be a two-game lead.
5: Or again, if the Blue Jays added somebody at the deadline. That's a good point. The, the the Yankees have had four different three-game losing streaks in this month of August
3: alone. One of those yep. losing streaks was a five game losing streak. Yeah. So you you can still see you know, fifteen to one. I think you got to jump in there because it could get a lot lower. They, they they should get swept by the Mets, but then you have to go to Oakland and the Angels and Tampa for that long road trip. Who knows? If they can't win those games while while Toronto's playing the Cubs and Pirates, you know, they just they can't hit anybody right now. Yeah. And it definitely the pressure's getting to them and all the New York media and they're hearing it.
5: I am still seeing a thirty five to one on You're the board. You're kidding.
3: No, That's no, what, no, that was
5: Saturday at Bet Rivers. Oh, my God. Not on that market. Not in that market. Okay. In another market that people need to bet this morning. Um, I, I will tell you what that is before the show is over with today, and we have Winsome, Lusome coming up next.
4: start listening.
2: Lose some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at
0: BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports
2: betting in win some, lose
3: some. What a weekend. Mitch, we have to start with the UFC. Another draw. How about that? Woodson, Saldana, draw 80 to 1. Well, oh, is that back-to-back weekend? That is, right? Early in the card as well. Uh, Edwards, plus 3.30 to win. How about to win in round 5? 40 to 1. Of course. Well, shocks the, the world. The in play, he was
5: 15.20 to 1.
3: Yeah, absolutely. And to, to finish it like that, Costa by decision, 7 to 1. Tibora by decision, 5 to 1. Altamirano by knockout, plus 5.65. Pudelova by knockout, 9 to 1. To win in round 2, 15 to 1. A lot of these female fights... With heavy juice to the over, they're they're getting stoppages early. Uh, It's been uh, like that for about a month straight. And here's another big boy. Werder Bremen, Bundesliga, plus 650 to beat Dortmund. Dortmund was minus 20,000 in play. They led 2-0 in the 89th minute. Bremen won the match. They're the first team in 13 years of the top five European leagues to win when trailing by multiple goals Entering the 89th minute. In the last 8,529 times, no one had won, and there had been 18 draws. They scored in the 89th and 93rd and 95th minute and shocked the world. How about that ticket in play if you had that? Or just plus 650 to win. 2-0 in the 89th minute, and they win. But what if you had Dortmund? Big dog. Oh, Dortmund. That's way worse than uh, Edwards over Usman. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine a bridge jumper. We're just looking at that. Nah, they're not going to blow this, right? Try to steal well, a couple, no. couple yeah. dollars. Yeah. Wow, I cannot believe that 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 happened. No, that that's... a big dog did it. Those numbers like a Man City or someone could do it, but to be down to score, bam, 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 and in a couple minutes, and you're a big dog to begin with. Those numbers don't lie. <laughs> oh, for almost nine thousand. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Right. Hoffenheim four to one beat Leverkusen. Premier League. Southampton plus three fifty beat Leicester City. Good match yesterday. Man City Newcastle draw four to one. Leeds plus four seventy pummeled Chelsea. The Nationals back to back three dollar favorites beat the Padres. They got them Friday. They were three to one, and the Royals beat McClanahan and the Rays plus one seventy five. Saturday in Major League Baseball, ten dogs won. A's were the biggest plus one seventy five, and the Jays were plus one seventy, and the Rangers were plus one fifty five. Ravens do it again. That's twenty two in a row in the preseason. 20 and 2 ATS. And that's television, baby. That's how you come back. Take your better call, Saul. House of the Dragon last night. Now it helps you got a $20 million per episode budget. And I love the comments from some involved with the show. There won't be gratuitous sex and violence. And then, bam! I mean, that is the dialogue, the extras, what goes into it. The, oh, my God, what a TV show. You, you have to watch the show. I mean... They're actually going to
5: pump more money into this than Game of Thrones, the way it looks. Yeah. I'm not going to about, be surprised. About
3: $14 million per episode on average.
5: And it be. comes across so epic and so beautiful. Yes. And the I'm going to tell you right now, based on what we saw last night, it might be more gruesome and it might be more violent than Game of Thrones.
3: And there was a stretch last night where I had to look away a couple times. Certainly in play. That is in play. Subscribe, be part of the team, beastin.com, our radio and podcast friends. You always want to see these videos. Yeah, in your videos and tweets. We'll put you on television. Look at this—the big guy catching some rays. He's just up the seals on the beach, and he just pulls up there. And not of care in the world. There you go. Get a little nap in, right? And yeah, leave me alone. Catching some rays. Look at that. That's awesome. All he needs is a drink, and he's set. I am. Bring <laughs> bring that seal a pina colada. That's too. Right. Yeah, that's great. I've never seen this before. How about this dog? Not, well, how about the double scratch? He's got it. He nails it. Piece of cake. <laughs> I've never seen that before. He's got it, no problem. Helps he's sitting on the bed. He's different maneuver. Yeah, it keeps it balanced, though. Sure, he's, yeah. Calm, cool, and collected, no problem. Uh, the double scratch. <laughs> Let's go back there. Let's go to high school football as well. The outrageous play call. Going shotgun. Okay, now keep keeping and shotgun, they're going to pitch it to the guy. And now he's going to turn his back over the shoulder, not even looking with the pass. Touchdown, count it, oh, geez. game winner. Yeah, how about that play call? That is awesome. Imagine the t- Who would think of that stuff? Draw that one up, right? The creativity and imagination on that play call? Uh, they've practiced this thing, this thing yeah. a couple of times. It's the opposite of the Tebow. It's the non-look, jump, throw Tebow. No oh, look man, he knows exactly show. where he's going. He right. puts the ball right on the money. That is tremendous. Yep. Lose some. You mentioned it about what do we do with the uh, the adjustment now with the totals. Lions Colts under 41 down to 37. No good. Dolphins plus two and a half. Went up a three and a half point favorite. Couldn't beat the Raiders. Chargers from one up to five in the under. 39 down to 37. Cowboys finally won a preseason game. And high scoring yesterday. Browns Eagles under 41 down to 36. No way giants under 42 down to 36 the ravens game under 42 bet down to 37 all no good and this was from the uh, dodger series the the, the the you know sideline reporter you see him going down the bernie the brewer slide he went down he broke his arm and he broke i think four four five six ribs and you hear it oh a serious stunt. and then the announcers are laughing at him when he did it's like that guy got seriously injured here. Well, I know he's having fun with it yeah. afterwards, but he, he broke some ribs and he broke his arm coming down the
5: slide. I, I don't think that. I mean, because when the guy's having fun like that, and I've watched this clip before, I don't think you're going to assume the guy's arm is broken, so you're going to be laughing at the guy. Yeah. And it's like, oh, wait a second. It's no, but broken. they showed the video. No,
3: this was, it wasn't live when they were laughing at him. It's just they showed it. After the after, after effects? The fact okay. what they were doing, because they always wanted to try it. And that's eh, this a You know, Bernie the Brewer. Hold it through. That's uh, probably one one
5: and done then, I'm guessing.
3: Bad for the books. Patriots, plus one and a half, went off a six and a half point favorite for the game and the first half. And they get there. More on that coming up. Texans, plus one and a half, went off a three point favorite in the over 36.5, up to 38.5. Beat the Rams 24 20. Here you go. Why do you bet the preseason? You want information? How about a nine point move in a game? Bills, plus one and a half, went off a seven and a half point favorite. Denver played nobody. The over from forty up to forty-two. Ice cream, rocking chair. Forty-two to fifteen. Well, Chiefs. Go ahead. Let me take you back a week from today, right? When that number first popped,
5: Denver was one-one and a half. A week ago, Monday morning, I'm like, wait a second, the number doesn't make any sense. Uh The Bills and McDermott operates differently in the preseason like that. You got to. That moved immediately, and books in Las Vegas didn't even have numbers up until I think it was 10-30 yeah. in the morning last yeah. week.
3: And we said the Rams couldn't be favored either. Chiefs three and a half up to five. They covered. Steelers plus three down to picker one. Uh, one by a point. Buccaneers Titans under 41 down to 38. No sweat. Vikings Niners under 41 down to 38. Bad beats. A moose in Atlanta. Saturday, the total was seven and a half. One-one in the 10th inning. It goes over. You score, I score. You score, I answer. 5-4 Atlanta. Brewers-Cubs under 7, 2-1 in the 8th, 6-5 and 11. And the Panthers plus 6.5. We were both watching it like, wait, wait a second, what happened? It It was a safety. Then they said the corral got out of the end zone. No, he did not. That was a safety. Next play. Oh, is it a safety? It's like, okay, well, then everyone, the books are going to get middled then. Then the Patriots are going to win by five. And then I'm watching the game on NFL Network, and Colleen Wolf says, and the Patriots get the safety, and now they're kicking the extra point. I go, what? That doesn't make any sense. I never saw the guy fumble, and they didn't either. And then they go away from the game. Yeah, right. And then the Panthers are driving, the back door wide open, and they cut away and go to the next game. Again. What are they doing?
5: Asinine. I don't understand the contracts in the preseason. No. Stick with the game until the very end when it's close like that. Vicious
3: beat if you took six and a half with Carolina with the fumble there late and it should have. And then Dodgers Marlins over eight Saturday. It was seven nothing in the third inning. That was the final score with that lineup. Are you kidding? Look at that beat. It's like the Atlanta game. Win some, lose some presented by Bet River's Hometown Book. Claim your 100% first deposit match bonus now. Code 250 match. Learn more. BetRivers.com. There, there you go. go. Good fun. What a weekend. Great. What a weekend another, recap. Another draw. Whew. Usman upset. Get knocked out like that it was great.
5: Okay, I'm trying to... Uh, this story just came out right now in The Athletic. Chams has it. Uh-oh. Trade? Uh. No, but he, I'm trying to read it right now. Recently, a new team has shown interest in Kevin Durant. All right. Philly? Does that count? You're going to love this, to be honest. Oh,
3: you have the team? I have the team. Oh, go yeah, lay it on me. The Memphis Grizzlies. Let's go! Come,
5: Come on! on! Wouldn't that be sexy? All right!
3: Now that would be it's sexy. It's about time. It's about time. Picks and players. Memphis what... has five first-round
5: draft picks available, four unprotected selections of its own, and one protected via Golden State to utilize in a trade, as well as young players like Jaron Jackson, Desmond Baines, Zaire Williams, Brandon Clark, Kennedy Chandler, and David Roddy.
3: Yep. If that's I'm, that's from uh, Shams seven minutes ago. If I'm silver, I pick up the phone, I call both organizations. I call the Nets, and I call the Jazz, and I say, cut it out, knock it off, do a deal. You held up the whole offseason. You can't let this drag into the camp and even the regular season. It's just it's gonna what's gonna happen with Mitchell and Durant? It's gonna be so You want a little on Memphis twenty to one right now? That's that'd be something. Again, I mean, that shams just not that long
5: ago at all. A new team has emerged per his report. Grizzlies in on Durant.
3: Hope he's interested. He should be. Holy smokes. That'd
4: be great.
5: Up next Luffy Nicaro on the program. We'll kick around this uh, huge upset from the weekend. Does he consider it the biggest one ever?
2: The Sports Betting Network.
3: College Football Guide is out now. NFL Guide hits this Thursday. Start your football season on the right foot. Profiles of every team, trends, power ratings, win total recommendation, season win totals in NFL and college, Heisman hype, top 10 games, power ratings with Adam Burke, the only way to get access to this year's football betting guides is to become a VESAN All Access subscriber. Get the discounted football special and all access to everything we do now through the Super Bowl for only 175 or save half off the monthly price with an annual subscription and bet smarter all year long. slash subscribe. All right,
5: Paulie. Some have called it the biggest upset in the history of the sport. I can't get that far or go that far with it. And look, to me, when it comes to this, you, you have to maybe take into consideration a little bit more than just the betting number and what it was live at the time. I like think all things considered around the two fighters, the ramifications of the fight, form of these two fighters, uh, but somebody who would know much more on this topic than me would be Vison's very own Lou Finacaro, who does a great job of betting the sport week in and week out, writing about it for Point Spread Weekly, coming on the air for a bunch of shows. He's kind enough to join us here early on a Monday morning to recap what took place on Saturday night. So, Lou, thank you for the time as always, pal. You can follow him on Twitter. He's at GamLou. All things considered, would you call what happened the biggest upset in the history of the sport?
7: Well, first, gentlemen, thank you so much for squeezing me on in football season. I know how busy things get. Uh, The USC does love its time. The biggest upset, uh, maybe not the most important head kick without question. Uh, what Usman had on the line was his 16th straight win would have tied him with Anderson Silva for the most in UFC history. The The monumental accomplish, accomplishments for Usman had he won the fight, and he was a minute away, were, were such that he now goes on the Mount Rushmore, and competes with George St. Pierre as the greatest welterweight of all time. So the magnitude for Usman was unbelievable. And now England gets its second ever UFC champion. Uh, Really a a, a dynamic flash knockout. I picked Edwards, but I can't gloat, even if I called the fight correctly. It was my opinion Edwards' size was going to tire Usman out and Edwards could have got to Usman in round 4 or 5 and though the prediction stands the, the means did not Usman dominated that fight after he lost the first and he uh I feel sorry for the guy because he didn't show any of the corrosion that I thought the private jets the Gucci suits and the and the champagne uh, was going to bring to him he showed me so much in defeat and now we wonder what's next
3: yeah I, I agree with many who thought it was the biggest upset. As you tied it in and mentioned the Silva streak, but it was over. He was comfortably ahead on the scorecards. There's a minute left, and then the head kick. As you even tweeted, and you please expand on this. You felt Edwards was
7: broken. He broke. Uh, him. Dean, Th- yes, Dean Thomas, one of the announcers uh, uh, on the broadcast, had mentioned that Thomas, uh, that uh, Edwards was broken, and by watching the corner in in the second, second to the third, third to the fourth, his his corner. Was doing were doing jumping jacks to try and get any kind of emotion out of him. He was expressionless uh, w- without any emotion whatsoever. And my feeling was it was a terrible time for me to pick a fighter who I thought was going to present himself in his best possible way. He was laying the greatest possible egg. Now, uh, whether he believed he was beaten or not, the body English, the corner dialogue, mm-hmm. everything tells me that Usman was in full control of this fight. I'd want to say Edwards got lucky. He's the winner, but there will be a rematch, and there'll be some intrigue involved in that fight. Yes,
3: yes. Lou Finnecaro, our guest, again, Usman minus 5,000 favorite going into the final round and uh, knocked out with a minute left. So you mentioned the response now. Uh, Certainly Rousey was never the same after Holm finished her. I, met, I referenced Arlovsky earlier in the show. I mean, he used to be a knockout guy, and now it's everything by decision after what happened to Arlovsky getting knocked out a couple times. How do you think Usman responds now? And maybe you could also look at it with Edwards. I mean, people are going to be pumping his tires, and his world has changed now with the win.
7: Those are two awesome points. There are A lot of questions with Usman. Basically, they'll give him six months to recover from – Uh, the trauma or however long he needs. Uh, But I have little doubt in his championship medal and how he'll come back. Uh, It's just when. Uh, I think the longer that rematch is set, maybe five months or later out, the better chance Usman has to clear things up and regain his focus. And then the opposite is true. Now you go back to England where you're going to be exalted. You're not going to pay for a check anywhere you go. Everybody's going to want a picture with the champ. And so Edwards is going to have his own issues to deal with in preparation for a fight against a guy that was ragdolling him for 15 minutes out of the first 20.
5: -hmm. Yeah, by the way, I remember where I was when George St. Pierre lost to Matt Serra many, many years ago here in Las Vegas watching it at a viewing party, and some of the guys at that party actually had Matt Serra at a huge price. I just, he was dominating that division so much, and uh, I don't know, Blue, was the competition, the field for, for him maybe a little, even a bit better than what it has been for Usman so far? But also GSP, the way that he picked himself off the mat as well, he never lost again. Uh, that that to me that GSP was in such amazing form and like clearly the best guy in the world. That to me still is just like a stunner.
7: Not to take anything away from GSP, but his wrestling was so dominant in an era when there were still uh, athletes in the UFC that could be more singularly dimensioned than today. Yeah. Uh, today Edwards is so well rounded. Usman had to watch so much that he 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 let his He took a step back for the first time in the whole fight at the wrong time. And it cost him. I mean, when I look back at great knockouts, I look, you got to go way back. I'm an old, I'm as old as uh, the the Charleston mountains for crying out loud. But John Tate fought a guy named uh, Mike Weaver a long time ago. Uh, It was probably in the late seventies and Tate was painting his fence for 15 rounds. And with a minute left, Weaver hit him with a left hook and Tate fell cheek first onto the canvas. I think I have to go back that far to find a knockout that impressive so late but it doesn't have the magnitude of what happened here. Again, I feel so bad for Usman.
5: Yeah, no, I mean, to your point, I mean, as a sport continues to get bigger and bigger. And and by the way, we can't forget, it's not like it's 200 years old, right? I mean, UFC has been around for like three decades now. So these fighters that are younger and been watching since they were five years old, they're going to be more and more trained and better in like every single area. Uh, Is there a bet coming up on the board right now that's available that you think might be mispriced or that you like? that we need to get ahead of it, uh, maybe down the road in a couple of
7: weeks or so? Well, I'm I'm glad you actually segued into that, Mitch. Yes, there is. The next fight card's in two weeks. No one's paying attention to it because they keep rewinding this sensational knockout, and, and rightfully so. The next card's in Paris. And we have a fight between an a Afghanistani that is from Germany. So he's going to be fighting at home. He's going to be 10 years younger, 2 inches taller, 2-inch reach advantage, and a much more dynamic fighter. And he should be priced, and he will be priced by the time this fight drops at minus 250 or higher. He's currently, he opened minus 200. His name is Naz, His name Hackperest, nasb back. Hack Perest. He's fighting John McDessey. The fight's in two weeks in Paris for the UFC event. I would say, and you know I don't give out favorites very often, Hack Perest minus 200. Find a way to use him in parlays or straight up. But he's in a dynamically advantageous situation on a card in Europe where they want the Europeans to look good against. An undersized guy 10 years older at 37.
5: Wow. Okay. Well, that is great knowledge. And uh, as you preface right there, is it's like uh, you don't mm-hmm. give out favorites no. very often. So you must really, really like the guy.
7: I'm all over him.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Again, you can follow him on Twitter. He is yeah. at Gamlu. Uh, thank you so much today, sweet Lou. We really appreciate the th- th- uh, time as always.
7: Great show, guys. Thanks so much for having me on. Good luck, everybody. Thanks, buddy. Thanks,
3: Lou.
5: And uh, th- I- there you go. Again, b- sorry. Go ahead.
3: Well, I, I agree with uh, Sherwood and, and Lou and, and Rogan. It's not how it, it – it, it's when it happened. I mean, there's a minute left in the fight. Certainly, yeah, it's a fight. Anything that can happen. You, may, you know, What happened with Sarah, but when you put in the betting numbers and he's minus 5,000 in play, it was total domination. It's over. He's well ahead on the scorecards, and mm-hmm. he just gets caught with a minute left. So tie that in together, and he was going to win 16 in a row and tie Silva's streak. I, I can see it that it's the biggest upset. I mean, it's not like you've got stopped early in the first round. Right. I mean, this was total domination. The fight's over. Just stay out of the way. And, oh, no. And yep. he, he's right. The, the corner talk, he was broken. He knew it was over. And then just anything can happen. Yeah. I mean, the, the the chatter on the actual fight broadcast
5: was, does Edwards just, you know, is this it? Just just walk back to your corner. The fight's over with. Just don't even try to throw anything here. Don't get caught. Just end it. Come out of here so you're not. Whatever. They're just BSing. Like, yeah. How, and John Anik actually said, "No, nah, he's not cut from that cloth." And it's over, just like that. The timing was absolutely impeccable with his comment, and then for him to throw that kick and to land it like that. And it's that's the fight. <laughs> Insane. Yeah.
3: Nuts. That in play, boy. he had a draw. Yeah. By the way, Edwards, as we talked about, was forty to one to win in round five. That's another big ticket. That Amazing. Can. Yes.
5: Up next, I'll give you a thirty-five to one bet that you need to make today.
4: to start listening.
6: The guy has an algorithm to determine the winner of any given college basketball game.
3: Someone gives you 10,000 to 1 on anything. You take it, take it, take it. I bet you 20 bucks I can get you gambling before the end
5: of the day. No way. I'll give you 3 to 1 odds. Nope, 5 to 1. Nope. All right, here we go. Time for our in-pocket plays, Pauly. The floor is yours.
3: Uh, loser with the Phillies on Friday. Winner with the Guardians. So we go one and one there. What a win by the Mets yesterday. You're right. The ramifications of that. Atlanta blows the lead. They lose and the Mets are getting buried twice and they come back to win. Adding the Padres make the playoffs? No. Plus 320. Widely available. I, you 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 split a four game series at home against the Nats and you can't score. In in the series, and your wins are two one. I got to get the rest. They of us are right broken, now. and you got nine left against the Dodgers coming up. And I added the Chiefs week one in the desert against Arizona. Chiefs look good in the preseason, not that that to be all end all, but uh, it, it's Reed against Kingsbury, and uh, I'll, I'll take Mahomes. And this uh, dynamic offense, laying three on the road. You uh, you think the
5: Cardinals might really take a step back this year? Yes. Miss the playoffs Hopkins potentially. Out, yes. I could a- see NFC that. NFC is uh, weak, but I'm oh. not a big fan of the Cardinals. Hollywood Brown gonna get
3: pulled over again too. Yep. Okay, okay,
5: so if you have Sandy Alcantara to win the National League Cy Young, you need to make this bet. Even if you don't have him to win the Cy Young, you need. I just put a ham sandwich on it pizza money if if that's all you're comfortable with I don't care you need to get an account at bet rivers or you need to fire it up today and you must bet Tony Gonsolin 35 to 1 doing the National League Cy Young and even if it's a loser you got to go in being okay with that but 35 to 1 is an incredible number on this guy he gets Burns tomorrow they're both probable if he's brilliant there and he would beat Burns First of all, that number is no longer available anywhere. So they're still hanging 35 to 1 on him. Yep. If he, as many people reached out to me now over the weekend and said, you tell me this guy's going to be 18 and 1, 20 and 1, 20 and 2, or whatever with a sub 2 ERA, He can't win this award? Of course he can. And by the way, the next three, if it lands like this, Alcantara will get the Dodgers again, the Rays, and at the Phillies. He just
3: shut the Phillies down. Oh, yeah, but really I mean, he imploded in the eighth. But sure. Oh, yeah. Very, dip, yeah. So, and again, and if he beats Burns tomorrow? Yeah, with the and, and you know, 6-7 strong, no runs, one run? Yes. I mean, you ha- you ridiculous. have to yeah. on, on the... principle alone, yeah.
5: you must make that bet.
3: I just looked, he's 18 to 1 at William Hill.
5: Yeah, again, again, knowing that this could be a loser, but be okay with that. You have to be okay with that going in. And if you're not going to be okay with that, then don't make the bet. But again, to me it's at, at bare minimum little bit. Sprinkle a little bit on that.
3: In Pocket, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted after noon Eastern. Great house specials, BetRivers.com. So
5: here we are, um, now near the end of the show on Monday morning, and I don't see a single game on the betting board.
3: And waiting for the Monday night game?
5: At this time last week, we had nearly every game on. Well, no, no. We, I think we had five or six games on the board at this point. And this is when the Broncos popped up as a point and a half favorite against the Bills, and we're like, "Wait a second, that doesn't make much sense. That's that's going to move. That got to six, no problem." By the way, uh, Chuck Edel did say that on Friday on the show. He's like, "I know the first half's going to be completely nuts, but it still might be worth a look." And they just they eviscerated them in the first half. It was the first stringers playing against the backups, and it was the Bills did whatever they wanted. But that's how they juice it now, right? Six for the game, six for the half based on the information that we have. and
3: Still concerned about the Patriots. Now they lose Thornton. Big injury. Yeah, Bourne's in the doghouse. Thornton goes out. He had the long catch down the sideline. Still issues with the offense. This game Saturday night could be something. Colts are at home against the Bucks. According to some reports, the Colts starters could play a half. Brady might play too. Mm-hmm. So that, that could be interesting to watch.
5: I wonder when these game games will actually start yeah. to hit the board today then. Do they wait a couple more hours? to get them up there. We have two games coming up on, what is it, Thursday? Yep. Packers, Chiefs, 49ers, Texans. And then we have a couple of games, or more than a couple, actually. A handful of games on Friday, and it leads into the games then on Saturday as well. So.
3: Did you bring up uh, SOS there? Did you no, look at it? I do okay. have it right now, oh, actually. Okay. okay.
5: Yeah. So the Padres right now, fourth most difficult schedule. Oh! <laughs> and they have 38 games left. Yeah. They have nine with the Dodgers. They have three with the Cardinals and White Sox, two with the Mariners, two with the Guardians. They have seven left against Arizona, six against the Giants, three against the Royals, three against the Rockies. But the nine against the Dodgers could be the one that, that – that those they nine are, games could do them in right
3: there. Dodgers have beat them 17 the last 19 times. I was going to say, who's good luck. A, they might be two and seven against the Dodgers. Good luck. I mean, there's nothing to like right now. I mean, you can't, you can't get the bats going against the Nationals. You lose two out of three to the Marlins. You lost the last two Darvish starts against the Nationals. Yep. You can't lose games to a team that's 40 games under in late August when you're trying to make the playoffs and you know what's coming up. Oh, oh, oh. when they go to San Francisco, they see Rodon and Webb too. So, good luck. Three okay. three to one? Still out there? Come on. And the, while the Brewers will be playing the, the Pirates of the Worlds and the, and, and the Reds in September? Yeah. they're They're missing it. And the Phillies have an easy schedule too the rest of the way, and actually, Harper's coming
7: back.
5: Actually, I'm looking at uh, the very the easiest schedules in the league: Mariners, Mets, Cardinals, Phillies, White Sox, Braves, Astros. Yeah. What is the only non-playoff team right now? The White Sox are they in the no that in the playoffs as no, of right no no they're are out they? of it yeah no, they're out of it as of right now no, yeah no, they got the, a big
3: one day game coming up today huge
5: every game remaining for this team is huge
3: three and a half back yes so
5: that's the only non. Current playoff team in the bottom seven for you went SOS. fast.
3: Give me it again. These are easiest, easiest, easiest. Marius. Seattle, we knew that. Yep, Mets, Mets, we knew that. September's a joke. Yep, Cardinals, we knew we talked about that. Yep, oh, very Phillies, easy. White
5: Sox, Braves, Astros. Okay, the seven easiest schedules remaining. So, that the whole thing about the Mets playing a very easy schedule, the Braves get that schedule too again. You got a break here with this guy. They have uh, six against the Nats, Marlins.
3: You said I'm uh, most difficult. I'm gonna you you, you said San Diego was fourth. I'm gonna yeah. say. Do you have it? I do. I'm gonna say it's the Rays. They're fifth. They're fifth. Yep. Okay. Uh, I have them uh, with
5: nine against the Blue Jays. Oh, six Yankees, six Astros. Yes. Act. Yes. Three Guardians. Wow. They catch the Red Sox nine times. I go that, either way. That could help out though.
3: Who do you? What can you break it down in order? Arizona
5: most difficult. Let oh. me see if I can find some playoff teams here. San Diego four, Tampa five, uh Baltimore eleven. And then it just everybody's like middle of the pack, or a little bit below that, actually. Dodgers have those nine against the Padres, six Rockies, eight Diamondbacks, six Giants, four Marlins.
3: They never win in Colorado either. No, San they, they, Diego. So where they have to go yeah. to.
5: Dodgers how yeah. many game how many wins are in play for the Dodgers? One ten. They can hit.
3: They can be better than. La- yeah. They can have a better record than last year. That's yeah. That's up there right now at a book over under one and one oh eight and a half most wins. Oh my god! That's just a dog. Mitch, they're they're thirty seven and eight since July. I mean, Eighty four and thirty six. This is stupid. Oh, it's pure destruction. Nine in a row at home. They're going to clinch in two weeks. <laughs> well, they're
5: at this rate. So if the Cardinals have the 30 easiest schedule moving forward. What, that lead's going to go from – well, okay, so they were two back like last week, I think, the Whitefields. Right. Feels. right. Are they going to be up by 10 so games yeah, soon?
3: Are, yeah, after, this is huge. You're right. So they're playing the Cubs right now for five. It's a doubleheader tomorrow. Brewers are playing the Dodgers. Watch out in four days. This thing could be over. Oh. It could be. That, yeah. Right? And I give the Cubs full marks. They're playing good ball. Yeah, they're feisty. They've won five series in a row. They should have swept the Brewers, uh, and they beat Baltimore in that one game Thursday. But oh, uh, Montgomery's man. going today. I think it's Wainwright tomorrow in one of the games. But this car, they, so many guys are mashing. Goldschmidt, Arenado, Pools—we'll do a yep. great Pools prop. We'll talk about tomorrow. But what he's doing, pitching's been great. Michaelis was great uh, in the desert. I mean, you think the Twins make the playoffs? No, no way. They have seven. I, I, I'm done. You can't, you can't lose games like that to Texas at home.
5: Well, oh, have you seen a yes/no on them? Yeah, I got because it. They have, they have 17 left against the White Sox and Guardians combined. They get the Yankees four times. You know how that goes when they play the Yankees. I think they're
3: minus $2 to know.
5: And they play uh, three against the Astros. Yeah. That is tough sledding right there. So we're talking about 24 games against the White Sox, Guardians, Yankees, and Astros. That's 24 yeah. out of the 43.
3: Yeah. yeah, so you got Tampa, Toronto, Seattle, and then Minnesota and Baltimore, two and a half back of Seattle. But there's plenty of losses coming with Tampa and Toronto. And as you mentioned, the head-to-head that still remains there. But uh, those teams have difficult schedules. Seattle, Seattle's got a cakewalk. Uh, but it's just—it's there for Minnesota. It's there for Chicago. They can't get out of their own way. I'll tell you this: they story. can't win games. If
5: by chance the Blue Jays or the Rays, either team, if they take like seven of those nine,
3: they're going to be—and the losers really up against it. Well, that—but also I mean, that's that, still, that, that t- the Jays minus nine dollars—that's t- still lunacy to make the playoffs. Nine dollars is crazy. Well, What's I, ahead of them? They're not—they ran into the Yankees at the at the right time. They weren't playing good ball. And if,
5: but if that happens and the Yankees continue to struggle. That leads That's you to go from seven, eight games down to like three.
3: I take a shot. You can find 15, 20 to one. I still so would will take a shot there. The At, anti-Yankees. You know, a may, what maybe, scenario.
5: maybe um maybe Yankees not to win their division if you can find a no price on that. Yeah. Because maybe it's the Rays, May, or the Blue Jays. So uh, if you missed any of today's show, go find the podcast. It's called Follow the Money. We'll see you tomorrow. Take the VEASAN
0: experts with you anytime, anywhere with our full lineup of sports betting podcasts. Visit vison.com slash podcasts to listen to every show on Daily Best Bets with Follow the Money, The Lombardi Line, A Numbers Game, and My Guys in the Desert. Plus, get insights and analysis, direct sites and analysis, direct sites and analysis, direct sites and analysis.